Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, good morning. Welcome in. We're live from the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. Uh, You can hang out here on game day, and they have food and beverage, full bar. Um, And, of course, game day food here at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. We want you to go to prrsports.com. That's prrsports.com, and uh, download the app. And once you get on property, you can uh, you can bet from anywhere on property. You do not want to stand in line um, on game day. Sometimes the line is thirty plus minutes, an hour plus, or even more. Now they do have kiosks throughout the casino, but uh, it's easy to bet from your phone. We do everything else from our phone. So P R R Sports to download the app. Out of bounds, one hundred five nine. The zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. And the show is brought to you by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike and Flowood. Visit MacHikeFlowood.com if you're in the market for a pre-owned or new SUV or truck. We welcome in Steve Palazzolo, NFL Insider, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. And uh, he always joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. And we're going to jump right into uh, two Al- – well, I'm sorry, one Alabama quarterback, one Oklahoma quarterback. Uh, but we'll start with Tua Tonga Valoa. Um, all right, Steve, I know he went out last week. He got hit. But prior to that, uh, talk about the way that Tua was playing in the Dolphins and Bills game last week. Yeah, it was another good overall game. He had one pass that he got away with. Uh, easily could have been a pick six. Got dropped by Bill's linebacker, Matt Milano. Um, almost the same play Milano had a pick six on the week before against the Titans. But Tua was good again in the fourth quarter. Made that comeback. He hit Jalen Waddell, deep post, third and 22. I mean, those are the types of throws that you want to see from Tua. I, I know the Bills' entire secondary was, was banged up and uh, you know, they're down to their second and third string across the board back there. But the question for me with Tua was not the not the quick hitting stuff, not the underneath stuff. It was, can he make those big time throws down the field? And I do think we've talked a million times about receivers unlocking the deep ball for quarterbacks. Of course, Tyree Kill, but also Waddle. But at the same time, Tua's got to hit those throws, and he did. And I think that was a big part of the Dolphins' win. Hits a third and 22, hits Waddle in stride. And, you know, that was like a heavyweight battle against a team that everybody says is the best team in the league, the Bills. And Tua stood strong. I mean, he didn't have as much on his plate as, say, Josh Allen, who dropped back about 70 times. But uh, seeing Tua make those throws and just continue to progress, I think it's uh, I think it's good, you know, obviously for, for the Dolphins and, and what they have there, what they put together as a team. So he needed two, uh, a super elite wide receiver 
Waddle, who is emerging as a big-time threat and super talented and a a big-time offensive-minded coach, and mixing that all together, it looks like he will work in the NFL. Steve? Are you describing Dak or Tua? Well, Dax, in my opinion, Dax never had anything close to Tyreek Hill, Hill, Waddle, McDaniel. What now? I mean, Tyreek Hill Hill is a different world. He is absolutely a different world. I think we're seeing that. But Dax, when he has his his life completely changed when Amari Cooper showed up in 2018 and Michael Gallup's emerging and adding C.B. Lamb and all that stuff. All I'm saying is, yes, playmakers, playmakers do matter. Um, so, yeah, I said at the beginning of the season, I think Tua is going to put up a much better statistical season. He's already there. His stats look ridiculous um, without necessarily playing that much better. Um, I think he's playing better, and I think the stats are better. So, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a part of the development process. Josh Allen's career turned around once he, once he got to Pond Diggs. It, it's tough to separate the quarterback from the supporting cast. We, we do our best to do that, but, hey, everybody needs at least – somebody to throw to so got to uh got to make do with what you have no no doubt but but do we agree or disagree that uh amari cooper is not in the same zip code as tyreek hill oh yeah i completely agree all i'm saying is with dallas he was he was a true wide receiver one who got open and that helped unlock a whole lot of things in the dallas offense tyreek hill I, I don't think there's anybody comparable to him yeah. other than maybe like Randy Moss in the last 20 to 25 years. I mean, wow. like Randy Moss, Jerry Rice did it differently. I mean, wow. Tyree Hill plays at a different speed. Yeah. yeah. He plays at a different speed. He, he opens up a whole different element to the game. And um, I don't think we see that kind of impact. We'll see what happens with Mahomes, right? Mahomes was awesome in week one. His stats are still good. It wasn't great last week with the Colts. But theoretically, Mahomes could drop off a little bit because he doesn't have Tyreek Hill. Like, we're only three games into this thing. Let's see what happens, you know, with Mahomes because I think we're still seeing the impact Tyreek Hill has when you have him and then when you when you lose him. Okay. Steve Palazzolo, NFL insider, pro football focus, pff.com. He joins us on the Out of Bounds Show, powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. Rice, Moss, Tyreek Hill. Ooh. Unbelievable. Jerry Rice was my favorite player growing up. He grew up about 40 miles from where we are right now at the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook. Um, All right. So, Oklahoma, former Oklahoma quarterback uh, Jalen Hurts now with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Are the Eagles a top three team regardless of AFC, NFC? Are the Eagles a top three team in the NFL, Steve P? They sure feel like it right now. Um, Hurts is playing really well. And I think it's another – I mean, look, I I said this offseason, there's not a bigger story of the season than watching those three top wide receivers, A.J. Brown, Harry Hill, Devontae Adams, go to their new places and seeing how they elevate quarterbacks. Uh, both statistically and just from a performance standpoint. And right now our top two graded quarterbacks, you know, from a passing standpoint at PFF are Jalen Hurts and Tua. And um, I think quarterback play around the league is a little bit down. But 
Jalen Hurts has been fantastic. That game against Minnesota was near flawless. You know, just just um, picking apart the Vikings on Monday Night Football, um, adding with the uh, with the run game, and I think the Eagles. Yes, I, I think they're up in that top three mix. I want to see them beat better teams. You know, they did beat Washington sure. and um, Detroit, but they look like in 2017 we kind of knew they were going to be good right off the bat and then they will go on to win the Super Bowl. It does feel like that. A good all-around team that can cover, rush the passer, they can throw, they can run, they can win any different way in Philadelphia. And I think, again, A.J. Brown is a huge factor in, un- in unlocking all of that offensively because of the attention that he that he brings, and that opens up for Devontae Smith and the run game and everything else they're trying to do there in Philadelphia. Okay, uh, what do you think about my guy, Darius Slay, big play Slay out of Mississippi State? Uh, how would you describe his play at 31 years old, Steve Palazzolo? Yeah, most most of the time corners are dropping off, and look, Slay's had an up and down career. I think you know he he had bouts where he was just um, not a great scheme fit at points in Detroit or in Philadelphia. But man, so good! I know everybody watched that Monday Night Football game when he was just in Justin Jefferson's back pocket. Um, it seemed like Kirk Cousins was targeting Darius Slay more than his own receivers. So yeah, he's been he's been excellent there. <laughs> right? He really was. Cousins would just find and play. He was like, man, you're open. I'm throwing it to you. Uh, but again, I feel like the, the totality of what the Eagles have done, adding a James Bradbury on the other side, it was good, it was solid, just opened so much up. The Eagles have done a great job of adding depth at key positions, and that makes that, that elevates play, that helps him. Um, they continue to evolve that scheme. They were really soft last year, playing really, really soft coverages, allowing everything underneath. They started to compress that a little bit, make life a little bit more difficult for quarterbacks, and, and play has been a huge part of that. Okay, will you describe the difference between – Steve Palazzolo for our listeners – uh, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. They kill it every day, giving us all kinds of stuff to consume and uh, going in and out of games and NFL draft and everything else. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Would you describe the difference, because they're both unbelievable, but I, I want to do this with two different, pl- four different players total, but let's start with Chris Jones and Jeffrey Simmons. Would you describe the difference in their play – and also how good they are as football players. Yeah, so I'd, I'd say everybody puts – look, Aaron Donald, I think, is in a, in a different world. I, I don't care if a, a player has the same sack totals as Aaron Donald in a given year. Donald is still playing in a different world than he has for about 10 years, almost 10 years. I would say Chris Jones is the number two interior defensive lineman in the NFL. He's second-best pass rusher um, – He's one of those guys. I think Jones. If you if you leave him one on one, he's going to win. He's going to compress the pocket. He's going to he's going to you know get past. He's going to dominate guards in one on one situations. So right now, Jones has a slightly better grade than Aaron Donald. But I think that uh, that's just who Jones is over the last few years. Second best player. He's got to stop trash talking though. That affected the uh, the Chiefs. They lost the other day, unfortunately. But Jones is, is awesome. Jeffrey Simmons. Another guy, I liked Jeffrey Simmons better than Ed Oliver the year that they all came out. I thought Simmons was the best of the bunch between Jeffrey Simmons, Ed Oliver, and Dexter Lawrence that year that they came out, 2019. Simmons, of course, had the knee injury. I think we've seen – I think Simmons is a little bit more inconsistent. I know he had the huge sack totals last year. He had games where he would take take over. He has been far less 
consistent, I would say, than a Chris Jones or even an Aaron Donald. Um, all the ability is there. Simmons can play the run. He can move around with you in the line of scrimmage. He plays a little bit tighter, um, you know, over guards and centers rather than wide alignments. But, man, he is he's good against the run, and he is he's been one of our best pass rushers from a grading standpoint this year, too. So I think Simmons, I think his best football is still ahead of him because he started off slow in his career, and I think he has that ability to be that top three to four interior defensive lineman for years to come. I, I love it. We'll stay in the state of Mississippi. Steve Palazzolo. Pro Football Focus on the Yingling Lager guest line. Uh, two other amazing players. Same school from Mississippi. Uh, A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf. Uh, describe who they are now, the last couple years, where they're heading, stylistically, talent level, and so on, just like you did with Jones and Simmons, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. So, A.J. Brown, again, I, I think made such an instant impact with the Titans. And if you go back to our wide receiver rankings, we had A.J. Brown number one, D.K. number two that year, I believe was the, was the final ranking. At least I had A.J. over D.K. I think one of our guys may have flipped them. But they should have been first round pick. And the fact that they went to the second, I think you're seeing you know, the Seahawks and Titans both on the field. Of course, A.J. Brown now with the Eagles. But a lot of people talk about Ryan Tannehill's career turning around because he goes to Tennessee, new system, Derrick Henry, run game. I think A.J. Brown was a huge part of that. You look at Ryan Tannehill's statistical improvement, having that alpha number one, uh, like an A.J. Brown, who takes over games, right? He's a receiver who can take over a game with uh, the deep ball or on shortstop and create after the catch. So I think A.J. Brown is as good of an all-around, take-over-the-game type of receiver as we have in the NFL right now, besides Terry Hill. And then you've got D.K. Metcalf, who's just, look, we've seen size, speed, freaks go to the NFL and not produce, but DK has done it, right? I mean, he uses his side, his size, he uses his speed. I used to think just pairing him with Russell Wilson was the best thing for his career, and I think that was a great way to start it. You know, uh, he's awesome getting thrown the ball. He's, he's awesome on just go balls, you know, the places where Russell Wilson was fantastic. The Seahawks put DK um, in a position where he doesn't have to run the whole route tree. But now you're starting to see him with, you know, Smith making some plays here and there, and I think size, speed, mismatch, ability, DK is right up there with any other receiver in the NFL, and the Seahawks have to continue to use him as a downfield threat to just maximize his potential. Because he's got okay. the All right. That's awesome. So four, four unbelievable players. That's what we do know. Um, Absolutely. Four unbelievable players. 